Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. We are joined on Share Talk today by Andrew Bell, Rinsey Mans PLC Chairman. Good morning, Andrew. How are you doing? Good morning. You had a RNS out yesterday, JV, with the Legacy Hill Resources and Loan Agreements. Is it possible we can ask you some questions from shareholders today? Sure, of course. The first question I think is really important is looking at social media yesterday. Can you explain the terms of the loan and how that works, please? Well, uh, first of all, we can repay um, any time in the first six months. Um, if we don't do so, then in the second six months, there's a conversion option, but that conversion um, will be at 30% above um, the price uh, at the end of six months. Okay, there was a comment yesterday, somebody made a comment about a death spiral. Well, that just just shows they were too lazy or too thick to read. Yeah, because I read the RNS and I've seen something different. (laughs) <laughs> no, it, it, it is designed to be to make it impossible that it should be a death spiral. No, that's great. Is the loan for the acquisition of a currently operating Met mine? Second question. Um, well, the loan is to fund the joint venture, and then the joint venture um, is looking for certain propositions that meet its criteria. And the lead partner in that joint venture, because they have the co-specialists already, um, is Legacy Hill. Um, It would, of course, be natural that they're already looking at things. Okay. How will the loan be repaid? Will it be from the coal mine operating revenue? Good questions, these, aren't they? They are, yes. Uh, I think the loan can be repaid, obviously, in a number of ways. First of all, we have uh, substantial listed holdings. Um, secondly, if the price goes up, you know, probably people will exercise uh, warrants, um, and there's quite a, a number of those at higher prices. Um, thirdly, uh, we have uh, existing facilities, and um, once we can show that we have a, um, a business with a cash flow model, um, we can get a different kind of longer-term finance, should we need it, from a different kind of uh, uh, finance provider. Um, and, uh, you know, also, um, I, yeah, I think those are, those are the, obviously, fairly conventionally, I would say, either from people exercising warrants or in some other way, um, getting us new equity capital that way, uh, or from loan capital um, on a longer-term basis um, based on the assets that we're getting. Um, Or, as you say, we can get some cash flows out of any asset that we acquire and use that to pay off. Um, We are um, actually looking at some possible, or I should say, um, Legacy Hill is looking at some possibilities that would have very significant cash flow potential. That actually touches on to the next question. The next question was going to be, will Rinsey need finance anymore to purchase the coal mine? No. Okay. Will Legacy Hill and Rinsey take regular management fees, cash dividends from the joint JV operation? Well, if we did, I mean, there'd be no point because um, um, we'd each be um, robbing the company for management fees. There will be 
a level of management fees taken by Legacy Hill, a, a, a small amount, just to cover Saradi's um, time, uh, because he'll be devoting quite a bit of time to this and may spend some time over in the, in the States. Um, but otherwise, um, all the staff will be in the in the operating company of the joint venture and chargeable to that. And um, anything we do will be operating lean. Um, so we will get our money back through uh, distributions. And we've spoken of a distribution policy of um, paying out 50% because um, both we and Legacy Hill have expenses. And that'll be the fair way to meet them. Great. Uh, will the coal mine provide Regency with enough working capital to cover ongoing PLC activities? Well, uh, you know, the, the the first step that will be taken by the joint venture will only be the first step. Um, the, the aim of going into the metallurgical coal market uh, when we went in a year or two ago, first to, uh, started looking at it, is to build something up. Um, because I think that if you don't have uh, legacy costs, uh, substantial underground operations, uh, pension obligations carried forward, and uh, l- low-grade coal operations, um, one can actually construct uh, a coal company that would be very attractive and would be listable in the U.S. and would have a good um, would have a good valuation um, by looking at the situation anew and building something that is suitable for today's market. Um, The problems that a number of coal companies historically have had in the U.S. were sort of the problems of the legacy that they carried with them, including large numbers of, for example, retirees. These these are all genuine shareholder questions, these, Andrew. They're very probing as well, may I add. Yeah. Will any coal mine operating profits be used to acquire any more coal projects? Um, I think that um, anything that, that we do um, as a joint venture will be to build out from initial operations. In other words, once you've got something operating, uh, <clears throat> you can add grant um, because there's plenty of grant there. Uh, the difficulty is finding operators who will release the value of what's there. So if you're a landowner, you're quite happy to deal with one of them because then you'll get paid a per ton amount. Um, so... Uh, I don't think you necessarily need to go out and buy um, coal. You, what you need to do is buy access to coal, which can be uh, it can you can buy something outright, or you can buy something with uh, payments uh, based on uh, production. But um, obviously, you know, in order to get something that can be listed, you yeah. want to bulk it up, and you bulk that up through production and through showing that you have the future reserves that you can produce from. So doing that in a cost-effective way is going to be um, important, yeah. uh, but it's impossible to be very precise about how it will be done now. The listeners should understand here, you, you don't know these questions, what I'm asking you. The, the no, next, I don't. No. Yeah, you don't. What is the ultimate plan for MET, sell the company, public listing? Question mark. Public listing. Nice, nice answer. Does the coal mine have any required plant machinery and staff? Um, I think that the object uh, of Legacy Hill and ourselves will be to find something where we can hit the ground running. Yeah. If you look at what Legacy Hill's core business is, 
they're going into things like, for example, um, uh, s steel operations, um, iron ore production operations, uh, other things where uh, there's existing plant, um, there's historic um, activity, and by going in there and running it very efficiently and bringing it uh, back into operation, you can make money. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Sunday Times Rich List a week or two ago. Yeah. But this Englishman who has now become the richest man in Eng England um, has <clears throat> done it by getting old industrial and chemical plants and running them properly, putting them together. And um, you know, I think there's in the mining field too, there's great scope for this sort of thing. Um, but this is Legacy Hill's sweet spot. It's what they were set up to do, um, is to actually to run things. And um, so when our priorities and their priorities are applied to the metallurgical coal sector, um, you can imagine the kind of things that we're looking for and the results that we expect to achieve. All right, thank you. What's happening with Rosa Project? Um, that has been... Because of its relatively small scale, um, that has not has been something that we put on um, put uh, put aside to deal with um, a little later once yeah. we have uh, done the main thing. I mean, I don't think, or we have made the judgment that we don't think that Rosa is running away anywhere in a hurry. Um, it has uh, it is good coal, but it has challenges running something relatively small like that and de dedicating to it the management that would be required because good management is scarce. But um, that's not to say that we've abandoned the um, struggle, though we do find that grade of coal attractive. Okay. Just two more questions you'd be glad to hear. Can you provide a brief update on Mambare, please? Ah, oh, Mambari. Mambari, yeah. sorry, I apologize. Um, Look, I mean, uh, we are in active dialogue um, with a number of parties on that. Uh, we're, we've been talking to the government. Um, we are talking to uh, existing partners and we are talking to potential partners. And um, I will be over there um, later this month. So it's a case of watch this space. We are very aware that the nickel price is breaking out and of course cobalt is strong yeah. and we've been expecting that and been following it for several months and trying in anticipation of that to um, to move things along there um, and if we can get uh, and I think you know we have held on to that asset through thick and through thin through very bad times for nickel and uh, we did it in anticipation of the recovery that is taking place now, or I should say, beginning to take place. But the nickel price is breaking out. We are very optimistic about the prospects for nickel over the next uh, several years. And um, we know that Mambare has a part to play in that. Um, it'll need the right partners, and it'll need the right structure applied to, um, to exploiting it in order that a small company with limited capitalization like ours can get the maximum benefit from it but we are really addressing that issue and uh, <clears throat> once we have put this coal venture uh, properly to bed and got the first acquisition there um, then i think uh, a lot of the, the work for several months will be the day-to-day 
letting in of uh, the t- of taking over and running, which will be in the hands principally of Legacy Hill, and we will be really focused on the <clears throat> nickel. All right. The, the final question: You recently yeah. announced a small investment in an energy storage company, Allied Energy. Can you yeah. provide any information about this investment, please? Um, yeah, you know, it's um, uh, it, it started off, we made a, a couple of initial investments uh, or uh, commitments, and um, we are looking at one or two other things. But what we envisage for that is that the future growth will be funded by external capital brought in specifically for that. So um, the next moves by STEC, um will be funded by uh, new money that will be raised at STEC level by the board and management of STEC. And we hope, of course, that it will be a great success and will, will move very fast. Uh, we have a board meeting in a few days. Uh, Joseph Jairaj, who is one of the uh, directors there, executive director, has had meetings in the last uh, couple of days, which which look very interesting and promising. And we just have to look at um, you know what what we be able to do and what we're resourced to do. But we want to build that business up, yes, and we want it to be able to have its own listing, uh, and um, that covers another aspect of the battery metal, um, nickel, cobalt uh, space, and seems to us a natural add-on to the um, raw material position that we have with the exploration. Because one thing we do know about uh, Mambare is it's not something that you can bring into production straight away. And we do have a model that requires us to be fairly liquid at times. So we need to have on one hand the capacity to hold on to our long-term assets long-term, and on the other hand, to generate income and um, uh, generate profits and increase value because that's the way that we're going to be able to avoid uh, constantly tapping shareholders for um, uh, money, which we don't want to do. And in another company that we've been uh, you know, involved in, Red Rock Resources, we have gone through that cycle and having metals that have been rather ahead of nickel in the mineral cycle, we've now reached the stage where there are two or three fairly substantial and fairly reliable uh, sources of cash flow and profit which means that Red Rock will not be needing to return to the capital markets uh, in any form. That's where we've got to get Regency to. Andrew, you've answered all the shareholders' questions. Uh, we couldn't ask any more. And thank you very much for joining Chair Talk today. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.